da da da. Welcome to the world's most inconsistent. In thank you. Spaced out <laughs> podcast. Infrequently happening podcast. We're not done yet. When the morning show's uh, over, the podcast uh, uh. begins. Why is it that we have not done one in forever? Because I, I really can't tell you why. But t that means that today's going to be special mm -hmm. because we're doing one. It is a very, very special t day. Today actually being December 13th. You said it was Green Monday. Mm -hmm. And I've never heard of that, actually. I never heard of it till today either. But it's the second Monday in December. And it's pretty much when everybody's panicking, trying to ship all their stuff mm -hmm. and trying to get stuff shipped to them and ordering online and stuff like that. Apparently, eBay is the one that claims they coined the phrase several hmm. years ago. But, like, if people are trying to ship everything out today, that already instantly means that it's going to be late for Christmas, well, right? I think in the year 2021. You could have ordered something back in October, and it's still waiting to be shipped. That's what I mean. Like in in normal circumstances, no supply chain issues, no pandemic. You know, we're talking 2016, 2017, just a few years ago when things were quote unquote normal. Mm -hmm. Green Monday, second Monday in December. Yeah. You know, things would be shipping just fine. I mean, you well, I think USPS was still having some problems back then, but for the most part, you could mail something and and get it with within a reasonable amount of time. Speaking of USPS, speaking of the United States Postal Service, um, two weeks ago, my husband Steve and I are walking Benny early on a Saturday morning because I didn't have to come to work because you're on the air and then I come in later. And the mailman is going around. And I mean, it's before the sun comes up. It oh. is like, honestly, like quarter after six mm -hmm. in the morning on a Saturday morning. And the Postal guy is going around, and we waved to him. He was really nice. I don't think I've ever seen a mailman that early. I know. The next day, same thing. We're like, whoa, this is just, he's obviously way overworked. Yeah. My husband, Steve, finally stopped him to say thank you for what you're doing. Oh. And he explained he's only in charge of packages. He's not in charge of the mail that you get in your mailbox. Okay. So that's where he's different. And I'm like, oh, thank you. He's driving around in a little mailman car. Yeah. Whew. But still, can't. Yeah. Oh. So you thought like he's also dealing the packages and the, just the I'm regular mail. I'm thinking he's just so overloaded. That he has no choice but to be out but here. But to work 24-7 probably. So did he appreciate being told yeah. At least a little thank Steve you. Steve said he, you know, because he would wave to us for those two mornings and we waved back. Yeah. And like, that poor guy. That poor guy. Yeah. But I'm sure they do appreciate it because I know we've talked about it before. Some people doing those nice things mm. for their mailman. Yeah. Especially those mailmen that, you know. And women. Exactly. That Male you've people. had for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. You know, the one that you've established a relationship with that you know on a first name basis. Mm -hmm. Do you know your mailman's name? Mailman's no, name? No, because... In my neighborhood, for some reason, it's different people all the time. Oh, oh, really? Because yeah. my guy, I just, I have a, generally the same dude. Might be like a woman, a random person every yeah. so often, but for the most part, it's just very, very large man. I, I really almost think, dude, you are bigger than your actual truck. Well, your mail truck. Okay. No, nothing, nothing against nothing, that. Hey, as but, long as they can still do their job. I know. No, there's nothing. Job. No, the guy moves just fine. But I'm just like, that's how I know it's my mailman. That's the. <laughs> A large guy out there. Um, you were talking earlier on the morning show today about the uh, um, little wind or uh, 
No, what was it? It was the eye drop reading glasses. <gasps> this is so changing my life. So the FDA has officially approved eye drops that alter your pupil mm-hmm. in such a way that you won't need reading glasses. You put these drops in your eyes. They last for about 10 hours. No need for reading glasses. Viewity. Viewity. Mm-hmm. V-U-I-T-Y is what they're being called. FDA already approved it. It's supposed to be out, I think, starting today. Oh, oh! so this is a 100% thing. This is happening. I would... I, I I dare to venture. I don't know if you need a prescription for it or whether it's on, you know, CVS Walgreens shelves. Do you think your insurance would cover it? Do we know anything like that? I don't know because when it comes to reading, reading glasses, you don't need a prescription for them. Oh, you don't? No, you I go thought... over to Dollar Tree and you get your... Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're... Whatever you need. Now, the glasses I'm wearing right now happen to be prescription because one eye is worse off than the other eye. Hmm. And if I wear regular reading glasses too long, I get a headache. Mm-hmm. So, And plus, these are the blue light blocking. Oh, do those... I can tell a difference. You can? I can. Because I don't need reading glasses, but I sure do need just those regular blue light blocking glasses. I swear by them. When did? How long have you had those? The These, blue light ones. Um, the blue light one this year sometime. Uh, oh. When did I go to the? I don't know. Sometime this year. Because we're sitting right now. We're sitting in front of like four different screens, mm-hmm. and I I do notice it. Like my eyes are strained. Mm-hmm. Whitney says the same thing. Our digital you director. You can get like a pack of three of them for I don't know. I'm gonna venture fifteen dollars over oh. at Walmart. Oh. God, yeah. I, because I'm over here thinking, gosh, you know, if you want a good pair of blue light glasses, my sunglasses cost like a lot of money. I'm too, too much for me. To, <laughs> I'm not now, that's to... where readers come into a problem. So if I want to sit outside and read readers and sunglasses, they do make sunglasses with readers in them. Okay. But again, I need the prescription if I'm going to be reading. For what about those time. transitions? Would you ever wear those? I probably would, maybe. I do have one of the prescriptions. um, It's not bifocals. I think they're called transitions where it's normal up top, but the prescription at the bottom. Oh, okay. But I don't like them. No. I don't. No. I don't know. Those, I mean, I think they're very convenient, the, you know, sunglasses to regular glasses. Mm -hmm. You know, you go in and out, but they do look so weird when you're inside and you just come from outside and you're still wearing shades. Somebody texted in, um, and I was about to ask, how much does it say? What No, that... it doesn't say how much. So, oh, okay. texter, um, if you see it in stores, text back and let me know. Okay, because this person said, and I don't know if you quoted it at this much, but they said, but at 80 bucks a bottle what? for a month supply, what? I think I would rather just stick with the reading glasses for the time being. Early adopter tax is expensive. But I want to see, now, I, I don't know. What is it called again? Vuidity? V-U-I-T-Y. V-U-I-T-Y. $80. And you know, eye drop bottles are teeny tiny. $80. I'm trying to find. I want other people to try it first. Yeah, if it actually does cost that much, would you spend if it's that, like for a month supply? Because you're doing it every day. I don't know. I'm tempted. Yeah. Can I make it my Christmas present? Holy Lord, this person's right. The cost for Viewity eye drops, also called Viewity Ophthalmologist. Okay, Okay, I'm not going to pretend like I know that. Is around $86 for a supply of two and a half milliliters. 
Oh, no. Um, uh, however, this depends on the pharmacy you visit, but still. Uh, so this isn't covered under good RX or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, where you get. Oh, come on. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. I of don't money. know. I would try. You know what? I'm gonna try it once. I'm gonna. I'll take one for the team. Okay. When I see it in stores, I'm gonna get them. So, question: If I need, okay, so right now the readers I need are about 1.5 to 1.75, almost two. Um, if mine were worse, like say I needed a plus four, do I have to use more eye drops, or does it last less longer? Hmm. I don't know. Yes, yeah, I've I guess got lots of questions. That would be for the doctor or the pharmacist. But I mean, honestly, I think because you are so passionate about that, you should at least try it once. I mean, it's a lot of money. You know, eighty-six for you know just however much. Can I borrow seventy-five dollars? <laughs> I have eleven. <laughs> but there goes my lunch. <laughs> Let me know how that works out for okay. you. Getting old is not fun. Some of the uh, simple pleasures we were talking about, things that we, being normal folk, experience, but being rich, mm-hmm. you don't really experience. Appreciate. Yeah, experience, appreciate could also work. We got onto uh, subtraction with that. One of these things, it says the intense family bonds that come with not having money. It's one of the simple pleasures words, that rich people don't get to experience. That you and me against the world vibe. Yeah, I could say that. First thing that came to my mind is growing up in a you know somewhat large family as mine. Um, we didn't have, like all my friends went to, well, went to Disney for a vacation. Mm-hmm. We went camping. But was it actually fun, though? Did you guys like it doing was, that? I mean, stuff? swimming in a lake with my cousin. It was the same thing every summer, same place every sure. summer, too. Yeah, and yeah. so it, we went camping with our cousins. And you know what? When we all get together, we talk about those days yeah. and the crazy stuff we did. So, so. even though it wasn't a very expensive, extravagant vacation, you still were able to make the most out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I think when I read that, the intense family bonds... That come with not having money. My first thought is I feel like families fight more when they don't have money. So oh, that's true. Don't Do you know. think fighting bonds a family together? <laughs> I love you with how much I hate you. <laughs> the good aspects of public transportation. It's one of the simple pleasures rich people don't necessarily get to experience. I don't necessarily either. I don't take a lot of public transportation, but they say like reading on the subway. Oh, have- yeah. Having a weird but interesting conversation with a stranger on the bus, on the plane, somewhere. Yeah, you're right. (gasps) They're right. Yeah, things like that. So look at that as a little connection. And then I was just kind of scrolling through a a different article, something similar. um, And this is according, uh, they're, they're talking to this one guy, what's his name? Um, Timothy Kim, he is a self-made millionaire, 31 years old. Mm-hmm. He talks about the number one downside of being rich. Oh, poor Timothy. Oh my gosh. That no one no one really like thinks about and I guess when you do think about it, it kind of makes a little bit of sense because you know, we all romanticize about you know, being rich, yeah. Right, and we just want to spend our days doing whatever we want, lazing around, you know, yeah. we just sipping our cocktails on Are you the beach. in my dream? You're in my fantasy. Get out! He says, though, 
uh, basically argues that people, it's like a human nature to want to do something, to want to work, to want to be fulfilled, Mm -hmm. to want to be productive. I agree. You have to have a purpose in life. Yeah. And he says, you know, like, okay, if you don't have that, even though it does sound relaxing, most people really don't want to just sit around watching Netflix for 15 hours a day. And if you don't have that, Mm -hmm. go on vacation, say, for like three months. Try to do no work. Don't do anything. If you're going to challenge me, I will. (laughs) If you're going to challenge me to not work... I accept that challenge. He says people think they want they want to be rich uh, so bad, but it does get boring super quick, oh. having nothing to do if you're so rich all the time. I would love to team him up with somebody who has to work two jobs to make ends meet. <laughs> A recent study of 4,000 millionaires from Harvard Business School found that... Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, there it was. That's where I went wrong. I didn't go to Harvard. I'm not a millionaire. They found that only millionaires earning between eight and ten million dollars experience higher levels of happiness than millionaires with lower levels of wealth. Even then, this same study it found that a, lar- a larger fortune is only associated with modestly greater well-being. So basically, uh, people who do have mm-hmm. more money, people who do make more, are only slightly more well-off because there's a lot of uh, stress at work, not as much job satisfaction, things like that still factor in. I would like to help them with their stress. Please That's send your money to me I and That's I will help you with your stress. If obviously money causing you stress, I'll just take it off your hands and I out mean, of your pockets and your wallet I, and your I bank really, account. I truly, truly get it. You know, um, you'd think, you know, having money would take away all that stress but the more money you make i mean the more stress you would have at work okay but to me it's how you respect the money how you handle the money how you see your money Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. i mean obviously these people who have a lot of money are trying to keep up with the joneses next door Mm -hmm. (laughs) what if i had a million dollars and i just lived in the same house i live in right now i mean yeah yeah. what would you do i mean like if you suddenly did have a million dollars and you did not have to work ever maybe not even a million dollars whatever you needed from this point on you did not have to work anymore would you still want to do something with your time volunteer yes thank you i'm glad you said that because that is my plan for when i retire when i have some money and i can you know don't have to rely on a nine to five job i guess (laughs) um is that I plan on volunteering. I plan on being a professional volunteer. I have my business cards ready to go. Hire Hunter, professional volunteer. Do you need somebody to fundraise? Do you need somebody to set up chairs? Do you need somebody to, I don't know, um, visit the sick? Or See, I would think like you being like, just like, oh my God, I have millions of dollars. I'd be so beneath you. But that's not like you. No, and and I agree with him. You have to have a purpose for the day. Yeah, even though it like money solves all your problems, like having that void of oh my god, I what do I do? Even the same thing with retirement. Like if you do retire, you've worked your whole life, you have a lot of money, a good cushion, you made a lot of money, and you can enjoy the rest of your years. Mm-hmm. After a few months, you notice a lot of people going, "I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored." <laughs> Um, speaking of money, if we have not yet mentioned it, and yes, we still, even though this is the podcast, you still have some time until the 19th, December 19th, 
to sign up for our little bit of money, a lot of bit of money. <laughs> comparing you know it's to our rate. holiday cash windfm.com slash contests you can win five hundred dollars or you could win a thousand dollars the difference is whether or not you're a windfm vip club member windfm.com slash contest sign up to win before sunday night the 19th at midnight thanks to our sponsors 75 chrome shop plato's closet in ocala almost perfect furniture and your home sold mm-hmm. guaranteed caldwell realty and I want to get to this one more thing because we were talking about uh, the tornadoes that hit, you know, those mm-hmm. parts of the Midwest, Kentucky, Illinois, Arkansas. Devastation. I, the pictures that you see are just yeah. somebody I was reading an article where someone just described it as a gigantic lawnmower that just tore yeah. through town. A bulldozer, pretty much. And one of our listeners, her name is Liz. We call it Ghost Lighter. She moved back to Western Kentucky, and thankfully, she does not. Uh, she did not lose any power. She didn't lose any water, things like that. But um, a lot of people did, and it's like, God, how long are they going to be without mm-hmm. power? A recent poll asked people, "What's the longest period of time they think they could go?" <laughs> Without power in their home, and my first thought was, you know, not how Welcome long. Welcome to Florida. Yeah, right. Not how long could you go? How long have you gone? Most popular answer, um, the most common, I guess, one to five hours. What? Seventeen percent said they could handle that. Ten percent said they could do six to ten hours. Nine uh-huh. percent said a day. Eight percent said two, and uh, um, wow. another eight percent they said they could do more than a week. <laughs> Those were all hardcore right. Floridians. Uh, twice during hurricanes here, I've gone eight days. Hey, oh, my God. In the heat, in the sweltering. It's it's brutal. It's hard. I it mean, is so difficult. Yeah, I just, And I tell you, those whole house generators are popping up all over my neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know now who to visit. I cannot even imagine. I mean, I have never. I think the most I have actually gone without power and this was just a blackout back mm-hmm. in i think when i want to say like 2004 when i was living back in michigan we were it was about 12 hours we were out and you know what i loved is that you know everything was shut down it was so you, know, you couldn't hear anything it felt like the world was kind of shut off but my mom and i got into the car to go run to the store uh real quick just or to the gas station you flip on the radio mm-hmm and, and there's your connection working. to the world and it's still working yeah we're always here yeah for you can you just throw out i don't know you were talking earlier this morning uh some ideas or some ways rather to help people affected by the tornadoes yes so the western kentucky relief fund i do believe is one of them um hold on i do have the piece of paper here red cross is a really good one. Oh, here it is okay so it is the Western Kentucky Tornado Relief Fund, that was set up by the governor of Kentucky. Okay. Okay. So they will get it to where it needs to go. Also, um, GoFundMe.com has supposedly compiled a list of verified legitimate fundraisers. Because you got to be careful with GoFundMe. I know. Everybody's trying to scam you with that. And, of course, there's always the Red Cross. The Red Cross is always there. They're taking your money. They're taking blood donations. A lot of people hurt during these tornadoes. Unfortunately, a lot of casualties as well. It It's scary when you hear the report of rescuers having to climb over bodies to try to find someone who's God alive. Almighty. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's to me, I just think like, God, around the holidays too, like so mm-hmm. many families are now oh, you're right. devastated. Like this time of year, mm-hmm. 
this will be a Christmas that just like every Christmas from here on out. I mean, these feelings will be affected. Yeah. Yes. You're so, so right. So keep them in your prayers and your thoughts. And if you can help out, help out. Yeah. Uh, back to Ghostlighter, who called in to check in to say she was okay. She was saying how all the neighbors are pitching in to try to help each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing. That means more than than anything right now. So if you can help, she used to live here in North Central Florida. I think she was in Marion County. I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly. I want to say somewhere in Marion County. So she's got obviously friends and family back there in Kentucky, friends and families here, mm-hmm. families here in North Central Florida. So whatever we can do to help her and anybody else affected, if you feel so obliged, please do that. We're Hunter and Parker. We're not done yet. Podcast December 13th. Have a great day. We will talk to you again. We're done.